in the year 2017. Two complete strangers with flex time on their hands meet at a Simpsons trivia night outside of Boston. Together with their powers, they created the Frosted Side Podcast. Their mission? These two hosts join forces with a guest to review an episode of their favorite cartoon, as well as a cereal chosen by the guests themselves, and eat it on air. Radical! Their mission as listener is simple. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Grab a seat in front of the TV, but not too close. And don't pick at the marshmallows, because here comes the frosted side with the Daves, Dave Morrison and Dave Lindquist. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Axing and Dixon and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. I feel like it can be part of the bit. All right, hold on one second. I just gotta go fix my my the 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 what you might call it the yeah. the handle for my toilet. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad we started recording for that. Yes, we. <laughs> <laughs> can hear him in the background talking about how he's broken something on this toilet this is like prime audio dave when you go to edit this i'm pretty sure we need to leave this part all right recording and he's back all right i'm back and Welcome we are back. back hey happy holidays to yeah you too dave listeners at the frosted side i am jay david morrison hello dave linquist hey dave how you how's it going going all right Kids are sick of getting out here. Oh, well, I'm finally coming out of a window of about six weeks of it, so it's good. I got it the worst this time. You can probably still hear traces of it in my voice. And then my son uh, threw up the other day, but it seemed like it was uh, in an impromptu, just I ate too much and I'm playing too hard throw up, so nothing came ooh. to that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the only one with uh, hanging on to stuff right now, knock on wood. I'm sure if, like, three or four days that'll change with them in daycare, but... Uh, yeah, nice little window of good health to do a recording in. I can actually taste what I'm eating, so that's perfect for today's uh, mission we have. That's right. Today, folks, we are going to be trying out some new holiday cereals that you might or might not have seen at your local grocer. We've got Apple Pie Toast Crunch. We've got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Cereal and Elf on a Shelf. Probably seen a lot of those this holiday season as you're waiting in long lines. Did you end up picking up the sugar cookie toast crunch for yourself? I did too. But if you don't mind sampling it, that's actually the one of these I couldn't find, but it's also one I had two or three years ago. Okay, so so I'm curious for your take on that. If we want to do that, if not, you're not going to have a case of FOMO, are you? No, actually, I actually oh, think okay. it's like slightly below regular cinnamon toast crunch. To me, it just Ooh. tasted like cinnamon toast crunch without the cinnamon. I'm just like, oh, something's missing here. So. Uh-huh. Well, they were just out of it. Where where did you go, by the way, to get the cereal? Uh, I I have, I went to uh, Market Basket, which comes up on here often, and you'll hear uh, Morrison calling it Demulas because he's old school, and I think some of them up by you were still labeled that. Whereas no. all are still. No, was, not even. No, no. I think the last Demulas market basket that was actually uh, called a Demulas was probably maybe sometime close to the new millennium, but it hasn't been called Demulas in maybe 20, 25 years. I can't tell you when, but we called it Demulas because that's just what we did. I don't know. Yeah. That's what my mom called it because, of course, my mom's from northern upstate new york uh southern adirondack region amsterdam so she assimilates and if you're ever in a new part of the country and you're going to be there for a long time you might as well call it what the locals call it so ironically my father who's closer to home is the one that just calls it market basket like everybody else here it's my mom is the one that calls it Demulus and still does, but she can't even pronounce Lemonster right. She calls it Leominster. 
Oh, there are some funny ones like that locally. If you go into Massachusetts towns, I mean, it's a whole thing. I was driving through. Uh, my favorite was uh, my GPS kicked in a little north of the city one day. And it was like for uh, Reading, it was now, now entering Reading. Like, oh, Reading. I, I guess it is spelled like that. Yeah, it's it's another another because we call there's a town here called for anybody who's not out in New England. We have a town called Peabody, but it's spelled the way that it sounds Peabody. And there was a bar when I went to college in upstate New York, Plattsburgh. Uh, it was it's open again. It's called Peabody's. So figure that one out for yourselves. <laughs> and Braintree is not Braintree. It's just Braintree. What a, it's so funny. What a weird name for a town that I'd never like realized was weird until I heard someone from out of the state being like, the town's called what? I'm like, oh yeah, Braintree is a strange name now that you mention it. I, when, it just never registered. It was just, I'd we, never put together that it was those two words together. I used to think that there were brains on trees as kids. I think we all did. We used to go down. I used to, I was so fascinated. Like, I want to go down a brain tree so that I can eat brains that grow on trees. I'm not even joking. And my mom's like, I don't think that's how it works, Dave. <laughs> if only. Uh... Oh, I wish. Oh, speaking of that, do you know when you ate gum uh, or, or watermelon seeds as a kid, you were told that uh, gum would grow or watermelons would grow into your stomach or I, th I think th I think with gum it was like it would take seven years to digest or something like that right well there's I, I was while we were getting prepared for the show and this kind of dovetails into what we talk about cereals and cartoon I was just reading uh, uh what's the name of the website ranker.com r-a-n-k-e-r.com uh 15 food myths debunked, and I came across the aforementioned seed myth because obviously we'd have beanstalks growing out of our stomachs, which would actually sound pretty pretty nice at this point in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Just climb on down. Like, Don't look worse. <laughs> okay, so here's a big one. Did you ever hear uh, that Fruit Loops are all different flavors dave linquist yeah that was always the claim i think at some point they even like attributed certain fruits to fr certain colors of them in the commercials if i'm remembering right mm. like i feel like they listed them off they did well that's corporate pandering for you fruit oh. loops according to this website bring color to an otherwise plain bowl of cereal each colorful circle represents a different flavor right well, it turns out that the colors are simply decorative with no connection whatsoever to the flavor of each toroid cereal piece. In fact, Fruit Loops is designed so that every piece tastes the same. Although the loops come in different colors, the dye only serves. I oh, what's I'm going so on upset here? here? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just seeing a it's like, oh geez, that's what happened. You, we sent a bu See, my computer is slow. My Facebook is slow. What happened, folks, uh -huh. was I started hearing on my end, uh, like the messages because when we're getting the show ready and so forth, we we, we talk because we're not in the same room, obviously, uh -huh. like last time. So, my Facebook message um, notifications just came up like five minutes after <laughs> and i'm like oh oh no and it, and it just started going in a continuous loop like oh my god what 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 did we just go go silent <laughs> on my end but it happens anyway so so that's so, your I mean, uh, uh uh fruit loops uh update right here that on the doesn't Frosted surprise me but like i wouldn't have registered it you know like it's like oh yeah they're because i swear they used to claim they were different flavors maybe i'm thinking of like a candy like skittles or something like that where well, where there's definitely there definitely is a difference but man right oh. and, and, well and here's the thing because uh i go to market basket one of my biggest weaknesses if you ever see me around the merrimack valley folks i'm probably the guy in the hat and whatever wacky fashion he has uh trying uh trying to get to the sparkling water aisle and my favorite is pineapple but Sometimes they're out of pineapple, I get peach. And I swear they're the same taste almost. Oh, interesting. 
Well, uh, do do your own taste test. I'm I'm, I'm just saying, you know. Have it's you had highly um, conspicuous? Have you had Spindrift? No, but I've seen it. Seltzer? They're, no, they're a little more ads. pricey. It's it's a Massachusetts branded one, but there's an actual like tiny like maybe negligible maybe one or two percent, but there's an actual trace of juice in it, rather than whatever that flavoring right. compound that isn't really flavor that just gives you that like scent of whatever. Anyway, their pineapple is like far and away my favorite seltzer sparkling water in the world because there's a little trace of pineapple juice in it. So yeah. I was actually just at the aforementioned market basket earlier today trying to track down one of these cereals with my daughter. And we're walking through the seltzer aisle. She's like, I want salsa, salsa, I want salsa. <laughs> well, she's uh, already oh, got, the got the Boston accent, accent yeah, already. Yeah. She's on. already got – I guarantee you she got it from mom. So I'm like, oh, what do you want? She's <laughs> like, I want I want pineapple because it's your favorite. I'm like, oh, honey, pi- the pineapple seltzer is my favorite. You're right. And we found that one. All right. And it's like heads and heads or tails. Uh, no, that's not what I'm going for. It's like – you know, so much better than the others. So I strongly recommend not necessarily even the other flavors of that brand, but the Spindrift Pineapple Seltzer. I would check it out. When we were kids, did we ever imagine uh, going into a soda aisle and wanting to drink nothing but seltzer and sparkling water? That wasn't yeah, what I was old. into as a we kid. We are no. so old. Oh, we just raise our I kids differently. Gross. We're just yeah. thrusting our love of seltzer upon today's kids and uh i got a feeling that my sister and brother-in-law are going to do that with with their nephew with with my nephew (laughs) my nephew their kid anyway i got yeah i I got a good story along those lines okay i was in um rural georgia to visit some of uh my wife jess's family and we were out at a restaurant. I think it was actually a cracker barrel and you uh, saw some vampires and some loser gop candidates with head injuries did you uh, so, this i'm was a while sorry back, but, okay um vampires uh but uh <laughs> no we so we were at the restaurant i was like um can i get a seltzer and they're like i i don't know what that is i'm like um you know like a uh, sparkling water like what um like uh carbonated water huh right like uh, water with bubbles, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. So we, our cousins are with us. They're like, Oh, he wants to sew the water. I'm like, Oh, why didn't you just say that? Like, I tried. I'm like club soda. No. Uh. <laughs> I walked through like six different things, but sew yep. the water is apparently what I should have gone with. So yeah, yeah. no, it, it's definitely a regional thing. It's club soda closer to New York City. But uh, around here, it's seltzer or sparkling. I actually think California is sparkling water. Yeah. That's what they call it. Well, I mean, I, I do love. Water. I do love where like so there's pop in a bunch of the country. That's great. But like yep. Georgia specifically is tricky because uh, Coca Cola is headquarters down there, and I think they call all soda Coke there. And then yep. you have to be like, oh, I want a Sprite Coke. I'm like, oh man, I I can't handle my brain can't handle this. I, I I mean I guess you know if I grew, we grew up in Atlanta or Newburgh, North Carolina. By the way, I went to see my godparents when I was fourteen. We got a nice tour of the Pepsi factory down oh, in cool. Newburn. Yeah, I think we still got some of the old bottles. And uh, but I, years ago, I went on a on a date with somebody who was from Atlanta, and she got upset that they served Pepsi, not Coke, oh. and throw a tantrum. <laughs> Obviously, that lasted one date, but uh, I can see how people get passionate about it. I don't know if it's worthy of, you know, throwing a tantrum. <laughs> That's so funny. I had one of my like bad one date things was also like I decided it was going to be one date based off of beverage related issues, too. Right. It was, uh, it was a first date. And I was like, do you want to grab a bite somewhere? She's like, no, first date. Like, you know, let's let's get like a drink somewhere. I'm like, oh, I've got a cool cocktail spot we can go to. So we go, we get there, sit down. It's this kind of like speakeasy sort of the vibe. We get mm-hmm. there. I order my drink. She proceeds to order water and a piece of meatloaf. And I'm like, wait, OK, so we were not going to get food and you no. wanted to just go get drinks somewhere. And like, okay, like if you don't drink, I get the water thing. But she made a big uh-huh. thing of us not going getting food. And it's water. And of all food choices, just like a full-on meatloaf. I'm like, really? Uh, I ate because you said we weren't doing this. It's just the oddest choice I've ever seen. So, yeah, that all was right. a soul date. Well, first off, yuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Wow. That's um, that's quite a – if you had stuck with that one, right? be in a very different place right now, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so let should we get into uh, like so, how we were actually able to acquire these cereals and that, oh, th- that whole God. thing? Oh, you don't want to know how we acquired these cereals. We, we had to do nasty things in a back alley. Took some hunting, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we had to have do we, some have we things done behind this a dumpster. Um, b- blowing, have we done blowing, Christmas b- blowing mobsters for for oh, cereal? Man. No, no. Oh. Blowing. No. We've. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, I, dude. It's, I, all, I, it's all a blur. <laughs> it is. No, we did something similar i want to say is that what i'm thinking that we've done halloween in the past we've definitely done some saint patrick's day and oh yeah i forgot about the green stuff yeah halloween cereals i think turned the milk green too i think there was yes oh yeah when we first did this that was five years ago man time really does fly this is the first one where we've actually uh, reviewed some three or four cereals in succession that is a first for this program. Here we go. Um, so these were a challenge. Dave sent me a p- picture of a couple of these a few weeks back, and uh, I went to grab them. And uh, they must be popular, or stores only get so much. I assume like there's still Halloween cereals sitting around on the on the shelves. Like I've seen blueberry and stuff out there that like for like a mm-hmm. buck right now. So I'm like, oh, this Christmas stuff will be hard. It will be easy to find. But man, I had to dig, <laughs> like hopped around a few stores, and still only ended up with three quarters of uh, what we intended to have. So oh, uh, that's all right though. I'll take one for the team, and you can watch, and uh, well, I'll eat. <laughs> give you FOMO. <laughs> this sounds a little too close to the mobster behind the dumpster talk. Ew. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Take one for the team. Well, you can I can put on some I'll put on some BGs, you know, if we have time. Alright, so yeah, I'm going to try all four of these products, and we're going to give a little bit of time for us to, in between, uh, try and cereal for the I'm losing yeah. my mind. Oh, yeah. shit, I'm losing yeah. my mind. You want to get to it? Yeah. Uh, I'll just go grab them all and bring them all in at once, and we all can right. just kind of, like, tear open boxes and go through it. All right. All right, I'll go grab mine. All right, sounds good. So I'm just going to take a guess and say that you still have some last-minute shopping to take care of. Well, not to worry, eventual procrastinator, because even if you wait until the 23rd hour, you can still get some awesome last-minute gifts at tpublic.com, where you can find Frosted Side merch. You can wear your favorite podcast, look good, and let everybody know that you support this program. Head on over to tpublic.com. Hey guys, it's J. David Morrison here reminding you that live stand-up comedy returns to the New Hampshire Seacoast on December 21st at 7.30 p.m. Overboard Pub and Grill located at 186 Ocean Boulevard in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Yes, I'll be bringing you the funny along with a bunch of other comics who will also be bringing you the funny. That's Wednesday, December 21st, Overboard Pub and Grill, 186 Ocean Boulevard in Seabrook, New Hampshire. More info? Comedy on purpose at gmail.com. Comedy just got coastal. Okay, do you wanna do you wanna do the one you yeah, have we'll that I picking. don't first? Right. So Dave's starting off here with a uh, limited edition sugar cookie toast crunch, which I actually had uh that must have been like four or five years ago, something like that. And uh, to my remembering it tasted uh just like a slightly worse cinnamon toast crunch. The cinnamon toast crunch flavors we've kind of become well, an expert on type, recently. I feel like dude, that one I can episode. Feel the type two coming through my bloodstream. <laughs> oh, this is so good. So you you have a bunch of cinnamon toast oh, crunch stuff, right? Really. Yeah, good. You know, good. it's like it's like a snickerdoodle. It really is. Oh, that's a. I love that sounds tasty. So I I think I mentioned it on our like everything cinnamon oh, yeah. toast crunch episode, but uh, their mm. uh, their Dolce de Leche crunch was like I think far and away currently my favorite cereal. So they they've been hitting on some of these variants lately. So mm-hmm. 
Man, I gotta say, I still find these like weird little anthropomorphic cinnamon toast crunch pieces on the boxes to be kind of disturbing looking. He's a fan, mm. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so one thing I noticed as we were going through these is, uh, oh no. This mm -hmm. and uh, one of the other ones coming up, General Mills, but Kellogg's has some of these, mm -hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic going in, generally, uh, not to single out companies, but if we're avo avoiding post, I think it's a good sign. <laughs> some of those weird post cereal variants, or like the uh, like the Twinkies cereal mm -hmm. we tried and stuff, mm -hmm. just like lots of misses mm -hmm. in, uh, on those post products. Mm-mm-mm. So. I think he's going to finish the bowl. <laughs> All right. This is good. I don't know if you notice. Yeah, Adam, I can I can tell. What are you missed out? That's... <laughs> I'm like staring at the box over here. So they're salivating. <laughs> like, I want to eat too. Ooh. All me, baby. Mm-mm. <laughs> to be fair, I, I poured too big of a bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I've noticed. Jesus oh, Christ, gotta eat all of this? Holy you go, shit. Yeah, not necessarily, but you go and dry on those, or did you throw a little oat milk in? I can try a little. I can throw a little back in, but I don't want to get it on the ground. You go and dry on that cereal, or did you throw no, a little just milk dry. in? Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like that's probably the best when we're sampling four different boxes. All right. Well, for the next one, I'll go. Um, I think for apple, apple pie toast crunch. That's what I got lined up here. Yeah. Next, maybe we can roll into that. I think we can do that, and then we'll pour some milk for the apple pie. What do you say? What say you? No, I'm good. I'm reading the ingredient list on these. You know how some of those cinnamon toast crunch products snuck mm -hmm. off on us. That's somehow the uh, cookie spread had milk in it. I think you're good on these, though. Oh, this is like a All right, we're definitely cat. going like a quarter-sized bowl with the next one, man. <laughs> You're having a meal over there. So I know, right? Whoa. All right, I'm pouring my All apple right. pie now while you're finishing off that. So I get the feeling you're going to finish that box. Probably. Unless I, I don't know, I give some of this to my neighbors. <laughs> All right. Apple pie toast crunch. You ready? So wait, 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 wait. Before before we dive into it, no, I want your consensus on the other one. I'm living vicariously, and I'm just hearing you munching on it and saying it's good. It's delicious. And then it's snickerdoodle. Goddamn I want, good. like, I want, like, expound. No, it yeah. tastes like. Yeah. It tastes like when you go and you get a snickerdoodle food, uh, cookie, anywhere. It tastes just like that. That's that's pretty much the best way I can describe yeah. it. Snickerdoodle, maybe a little Perfect. bit of gingerbread. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Let's go to the apple pie. All right, pie. let's uh, dig into the apple pie. I'm thinking a smaller. Yeah, this time smaller I got a smaller bowl, bowl this time. All right, here I go. Oh, oh you my can really God, smell the apple. caramel. Caramel and cinnamon. 
Oh, that's weird. Not not bad weird. Like, it tastes a lot more like real apple apple pie than something like apple jacks or like anything I've had. Like apple cinnamon Cheerios. Like this is. I mean, I get apple pie in there. Like, it's almost a little strange mm-hmm. how close it is. Blueberry nutmeg. There is a spiciness to it. It's weird because I don't really see anything on the ingredients indicating. Oh, no, there is. Yeah, nothing besides the cinnamon. I think I'd still take regular cinnamon toast crunch over this, but it's decent. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it does. I mean, maybe it's a strong acquired taste for, for some people. Not for me. Oh, this is great tasting. Holy shit. Mm. That's really good. Mm. So I'm maybe it's because it's like replicating a baked good or something, but I can see doing stuff with this, like making those uh uh like rice krispie treat style bars or like smashing this and turning it into like you a could, crust oh, for a different oh, yeah, pie no, or like like crumpling it up and sprinkling it sprinkling it over like an ice cream or something like an that. Apple cheesecake. Like, I can see it like complementing something else. Yeah, apple exactly. pie cheesecake. Well, exactly. Oh, is like a little crust on it? Yeah. No, that would be perfect. That Yeah, or like crumpled up topping over vanilla ice cream or something like did that. Did I say like, apple it feels pie like cheesecake complement something else? I did, didn't I? Yeah. No, and right. it sounds perfect. Okay. No. I I think that's a thing, and if it's right. not, I want it to be a thing. So. Oh, I really like that one. So I think that's the only one. I, I threw a little oat milk on that one. I think that's going to be my only one with milk for today. Well, I'm already putting it ahead of mm. the um, the sugar cookie. And the sugar cookie... Oh, oh and you were a fan of that one. Hmm. Mm. But apple, it just, you know it right away. Sometimes with some of the cereals, we it takes some time to identify the taste. Um, and not with the Dunkin' Donuts when we tried. And certainly not with the apple pie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it tastes more, it, it says natural flavor on it, but it doesn't really, you know, specify pieces of apple or anything like that. But it really, yeah, it really stands out in here right away. But it's not like a weird, like, soury apple or anything like that. It's just, yeah, solid overall. I, I think this box will definitely be finishing. Yeah. Well, assuming my wife and daughter the, get oh, into get it as well, the probably. Rudolph and the Elf in the Shelf, because we got those two lined up. Be ready to rock. What do you want to try, Rudolph or? Yeah, let's go. Oh, oh, this is tricky. Um, we're hopping brands here, but let, this the last two have been General Mills. But let's go over to the uh, yeah. Kellogg's Elf on the Shelf because I've got more to say on, on this one than the on others. The shelf. And I'm curious uh, of elf. your take versus the others. Yeah, man. Like, so thankfully, I've avoided even introducing this concept to my daughter so far, and I feel like it's dying off. Like, I feel like the Elf on the Shelf was the thing I saw. Like all parents talking about doing at least on Facebook like five or six years ago and you don't see it as much anymore. And I'm so happy because I feel like this was going to become the new like, I mean, how much of Christmas like are those traditions just created from blatant consumerism but this was kind of like an awful one that like was new and like this is just going to be around for the rest of our lives isn't it? And I'm thinking it might be dying off so, you know, yeah. one can hope. But uh, yeah, this is the Kellogg's Elf on the Shelf, a Christmas tradition. It's the uh, sugar cookie cereal with marshmallows, which of Dave course. will be eating around. Uh, I'm just curious how the sugar cookies on this compare to uh, the sugar sure. cookies on your other one. They're little stars. They look kind of like uh, my previously mentioned, like Apple Jacks or something almost. Kind of strange looking generic cereal. I'll break in. I'll tell you. I'll be honest, it kind of tastes like a lot of their other Kellogg's brand cereals with with marshmallows. Mm. 
Yeah, I can see. I don't taste the sugar cookie in this one. It actually tastes like cardboard. Ooh. Oh, I get a hint of it, but this Ooh. could be anything. Wow. Um, it's kind of boring. Very bland. I mean, I don't mind it. Yeah, but it doesn't... Caveat emptor, folks. Fire beware. I think I think what's going on here is go, what's going Ooh. on with like a lot of current cereals now is uh, I cut back up. The blend of the grains isn't no. as good as the other one. I think a lot of cereals now go corn first, like corn flour, and uh, the uh, the cinnamon toast crunch part of why it stands out to me is I think it's just uh, wheat flour yeah. and rice flour first before the rest, and this has just got this like kind of processed corn flour taste. I mean, it looks like it's got a few different kinds of flour in it, but it's just oh, the corn standing out. And uh, well, the crops, you know, haven't been doing well because of the other thing that's annoying me here. Oh, well, yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, the crops, you know, that go into the grains probably have been suffering because of well, yeah, all, all the bad things that have been happening to to the planet. I mean, it's been a trend in you. They're cheaping oh, they're out too. You know, corn's the cheaper CEOs too. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Oh. But yeah. So I know you're I'm eating around to. the marshmallows, but what's bugging me here is uh, we did the uh, the Wendy's yes, we frosty did. cereal, and uh, they were they were chocolate flavored ones, but it was the same thing as this. These are like this. Besides that one, these are the smallest darn little like barely anything pieces of marshmallow mm. ever in here. It doesn't even specify in the box. It just says with marshmallows. I think the frosty one said like with mini marshmallows. They're they're so hidden in here. It's what maybe a sixth yeah. the size of one of these like star really? pieces. I mean, this isn't it's bad. The worst thing. It's just like it's the most generic That's sort right. of cereal I've had in a while. Like this, it, it could be anything. It's like when you go to. Dunkin' Donuts, kind of going back to the sparkling water debate. It's kind of like when you go into Dunkin' Donuts and you ask for a toffee Heath Bar Crunch. Remember when they had those? Or if you have like a snickerdoodle cookie uh, coffee or whatever. Um, whatever whatever latte they serve. It's just the same. It's, it's the just same sweet. Pump. That's where it comes from. You know, because yeah. I knew somebody who worked there and you know, um, yeah, we had your brother-in-law on. You know what this is? Worked at the first one. Yeah, the yeah, and I think one of those two donkeys was actually decent. Like there was a caramel one or something. We okay. liked okay. But, you know, you know what this is? This is like every other yeah. limited edition cereal with like some movie with some movie tie-in, like generic pieces of cereal and some marshmallows in it. There's kind of. There's no no there there or whatever the expression the, the, is. It's just know? it's flavorless. It's kind of like you said, cutting back on on the type of corn syrup, the the grain, and the grain feed that they put into these cereals. And I don't, I you know that I could start a whole thread about what went wrong over the years with trying to appease a bunch of do-gooders. Who wanted to make these things very, very healthier, even though there was really nothing you can do because it's all sugar and everything. And we are all chemicals. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I don't think this is even a do-gooder thing. I think this is like the corporate cheaping out sort of thing. That's like when my former favorite, like O's cereal, used to be like Graham O's, using like Graham flour or whatever, and then you know sold off to another right, company. Right. It's corn well, first, it, it, and you don't get that. Like, Graham. It's just like it's cheap. Well, it tastes cheap. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I guess there's you know there there's part of that too. I think there's a little bit of fear from a lot of special interest groups that go up to these these companies and they say we we wanted you to take out this product this ingredient this and that and you know and, and there is cheaping out anyway so it's kind of an amalgamation of the two 
correct, in my humble opinion. I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I think you're right. I think we might be starting to see a pushback on some of that. Like, if you look at, uh, if you see a box of Golden Grams on the shelves now, they all say, like, return to our original recipe or, or whatever. Like, I think people realize now, like, that this isn't, like, like they used to always say part of your complete breakfast. It's, like, an unhealthy treat for eating on a podcast <laughs> in the middle of a Saturday afternoon like we're doing now or whatever, or like, a, a, you know, a handful right. is a midnight snack or whatever. And if you're going to have some like unhealthy thing, like go back to like yeah, it was just... and have that like unhealthy, tasty sugar bomb and not this like pile right. of cardboard. Yeah. And, you know, this is somewhere in between, but like, I don't mean to like levy it all on this, like elf on the shelf, Christmas edition, tradition cereal, or whatever. It's just, this is the most generic thing I, I, I think really we've is. had on here. It's just like, this could be I, anything. I, like, I mean, now it's, it's like a five. Now, to be fair, me. we didn't <laughs> put milk in or anything in the, in the cereal, but it's honestly not going to make much of a difference. It really isn't. No. No. Cute little comic strip on the back of the box. Miss, Mrs. Claus's sweet shop. I'm not going to read through the whole thing. But, uh... Okay. Oh, no, okay. no, we're good. Uh, it looks pretty ridiculous. There's a recipe hidden away on it somewhere, but meh. meh. Uh, we'll give it a. I'll give it a. And the, any thoughts on the whole elf well, on the shelf thing as a whole, Dave? Cute at first, and you know, I think it's kind of a thing to spin to the wind whenever I see something online. Oh, that's cute. Um, uh. For example, I, I, we talked about The Simpsons. It's how we met. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf. Have you heard of Diddley on a boring old biddy? Diddley? Ned Flanders on Ann Landers, boring old biddy. And it was just <laughs> Ned Flanders and this giant dog, a dong with Ann Landers in, in bed. You know, he's making that face. Is mm. after that, after his <laughs> raspberry, uh, cranberry schnapps. <laughs> his first and his last. It was my first <laughs> and my last cranberry <laughs> schnapps or raspberry schnapps. <laughs> she was a boring old. Ann Landers is a boring old biddy. <gasps> and you know what? Good. She probably was. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Oh, the cold. There it is. <laughs> I knew the laughing was going to bring it out. Um, do you have any left? Do you want me to do more to Elf on the Shelf? One? Okay. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I got ones that I can't say on this program or anywhere within decent society, but we'll just move on and be smart. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've got Rudolph the Red nose reindeer and this one is bittersweet looking because you see the cute rudolph rankin bass creation of course this past fall we lost jules bass 87 from rudolph yeah. frosty the last unicorn because we know we get a lot of people who ask are you going to do one episode uh, about the last unicorn and you know it's possible we could do something like that but yeah thundercats jules bass 87 passed away he was uh, he was one half of the Rankin Bass deal and one of my inspirations growing up and so I look at it and yeah we all got to go sometime but I can't believe how they've marketed it and nobody really knows who the creators are they're just learning about them now and we hope to play a part in that education see we bring us through yeah, honestly, I think you can make no, a documentary. No, 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 we got a documentary on them. On the there's a guy in Chicago. Yeah, there's a guy. Oh, in, really? Uh, and if he's listening, his name's Rick Goldschmidt. He's already there. Are, uh, histor he's a historian. He wrote a, a bunch of books on, on Rankin Bass, and uh, he's pretty well known. He does a lot of comic comic cons. Uh, yeah, he's, he's well known. Uh, so I'm not the guy uh, that Rick Goldschmidt goldsmith or goldschmidt i'm apologizing if i get your name wrong sir but yeah no he's the historian he wrote a bunch of books on them um it was <clears throat> funny because Hanna barbera obviously was another inspiration uh two lebanese cats creating the flintstones the jetsons and everybody from 
you know, Scooby-Doo to Yogi Bear. And I was so impressed by the fact that they had the, the first Thanksgiving that um, I, I was hoping to do a few weeks ago. We just never got around to it. And to be fair, Dave, you didn't know about this one. Um, it has the most inaccurate inaccuracies about Thanksgiving that you can think of. We'll have to wait until next Thanksgiving to do that. But uh, oh yeah, it's just yeah, that's you know, great. White people and natives dancing and and having a good feast. Let's get back to the cereal. We got chocolate <laughs> and marshmallows. Yeah, it's uh, it's a hot cocoa flavor. A hot cocoa naturally flavored with other natural flavors, which is the strangest description ever. This is another, you know, sweet corn-based cereal with marshmallows. But we're hopping back to uh, from Kellogg's to General Mills again here. Actually, I noticed uh, when I was in the store. I don't know if you saw them. But the last one, we had the Elf on the Shelf besides the sugar cookie. They had the chocolate one as well. But I saw you had the Green Box sugar right. cookie, so I went with that. So this is our only chocolate one today, the Rudolph. Uh, moving back over the General Mills. You know, similar, like big pieces of a corn cereal, though this one's uh, chocolate-based with marshmallows. The marshmallows here come in different colors. They look kind of like Christmas ornaments or something, and they're a lot bigger. They're the size you're used to in, like, a box of Lucky Charms or something, and... Uh, Man, uh, initial impression, like big leap up over the last one. Maybe not as good as the You know, it's almost like chocolate Rice Krispies in a way. Kind of, you know, it's a lot better than. than, Yeah. I like, yeah, Cocoa Krispies. A little bit. You know what? I I said I was going to stop with the milk, but I think I'm going to run out and grab the oat milk and pour a little in here. I think this is going to do that, create the chocolate milk kind of kind of effect or you know with them advertising it as cocoa i feel like there needs to be a little liquid here so i'm gonna hop right back Oh, yeah. Slightly mm-hmm. chocolatey oat milk. <laughs> Adds a little oh, something. Yeah. Oh, this is... You know what I did? So, again, this, hey, this is kind of generic, Dave, but you know what definitely I did? better. I just took, took a little bit of Elf on the Shelf and mixed it in with the Rudolph. So you got vanilla and chocolate. My type of cereal. Ooh. <laughs> no, it's actually not bad. It actually, the chocolate takes away from the bland, timid entry that i would give the elf on the shelf it actually is kind of like when you mix them together yeah there's some good to it that's our frosted side recommendation so i, I know i think i came off off yeah yeah, yeah right cut, cut it good. so i know we don't have like a rating system and like it's a little late in the show to dive into like oh. creating something here but these are definitely like like the Elf on the Shelf 5 out of 10. This is maybe like a 7 to 7 and a half. And then the you do like pie a... is like a 9. Like they're, they're just clearly like one step up, like a significant step in between each of them. Like this is this is good, but not very good or great. It's not like like the like, – I don't know. The Elf on the Shelf wasn't awful, but it was just, it's just kind of there. And this is like, oh, that's it is, tasty. It's bland and, and timid. Like the apple pie thing. It was bland just like, oh, I like this. Timid. That's yeah. that's all I have to say. I mean, and this this is this Rudolph is good. Rudolph is very it's pleasant. Yeah. At least there's flavor to the Rudolph. I mean, I'm not the biggest. Yeah. Chocolate guy out there, but I do enjoy it every now and then, bits and pieces. But I'll tell you that um, this wasn't bad. You know, I have a discriminating palate when it comes to my chocolate cereals. This one passes the test. Maybe it's bias because it's Rudolph. Um, but yeah, they're going to market that Rudolph 
forever and ever and ever, which I don't have a problem with. I just... I think this is the best box out of them. Like, it looks like a picture of the actual, like, you know, f- figure from the movie. It's not like it's drawn on. It looks like it's, like, pulled right out mm-hmm. of their their archives or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's got the back with, like... I, I don't know what happened to the original. Uh, I'll probably have to ask my historian friend if I see them on the internet. <laughs> but I, um... Yeah, no, I, I, I approve of this. And uh, my prediction is they'll have a Frosty the Snowman uh cereal uh, not long after this oh yeah they oh 100 percent yeah, yeah. From the same cartoon that, that's ranking best too back when it was though, though it's uh that's their move over yeah. to uh animation yeah. kind of away from Pretty the much. style stuff i think that was the first one my mom taped on uh christmas for my sister and i when we grew up Oh, those were the best. I I had yeah like five or six specials on one there, tape there was, like that. And I remember because um, it was fr- I I I I tracked down the date. It was the the ninth of December, nineteen eighty seven. It was it had uh, Frosty the Snowman, and it had after that Twas the Night Before Christmas with Joel Gray and Tammy Grimes. You know the the singing mouse. Even a miracle needs a hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, that's I a great one. Did we watch we, that one here? Twas the night before Christmas. I feel like we did. I'm trying yeah, to. Did we not do that? <laughs> I feel like I've watched that recently. You know, I have to go back. I'm I'm not sure we did because I would have probably, you know, I would have remembered. I don't think so. Uh, but basically, check it out. It's uh, a mouse who gets into a lot of trouble for being a skeptic, and then does the right thing in the end. That's the long and the short of it. Uh, but yeah, no, I remember they used to show it on CBS every year. Now they show it on AMC and it's not the same on AMC. I'm sorry, you know, as opposed because AMC, they cut the credits down. So you can't hear the, the lush orchestration by Royal Oz on the way out in in every special, you know, you want to watch, I know they do it for time, but I was watching home alone and I'm like, I want to watch the credits. Nope. Marginalized credits next uh next movie up that that that's just a little little weird thing i don't like but no No, i agree come on i mean you can yeah right who made this yeah uh you know everything's go 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 streaming platforms platforms. now too yeah no watch the credits like but everybody like i i started watching the white lotus and it's a I oh, love it. No. I I know almost nothing about it. But I've heard great I'm things. It, it I won't give any details, but just on the fact that you're you ha- have the option of skipping the intro, it almost feels like if I don't press skip, you know, I'm I'm a horrible person. You know, that's what it feels like. I know that's not what it's about, but it almost gives you that. It it puts unnecessary pressure on people watching tv it's like i want to watch the theme song but it's like skip i don't yeah think that people should have that option you know you already have a uh the fast forward button if you want to skip the intro do it that way yeah but you know that's that's a gripe it's my hill to die on no i i think i'm with you on that i i think i'm with you on that Though I also get kind of get annoyed on some of them when it's like, you know, if you were watching marathoning through a series of something and you've already watched the credits on roll on it once and it's almost yeah. the same next episode, I'm like ah, oh, come on. That's true. But you know, you know, they change production companies, so you know, you get to do that. You get to look at the different logos of all the other production companies, or you get to see all the actors. You know, the, yeah. You know, if you follow everybody oh that that was the set designer from season two not season one you know that's what you know i i do sometimes i at least with the simpsons it's like oh that was uh the property master oh from season four he came back yeah i go hardcore (laughs) (laughs) it's frightening (laughs) that is wow (laughs) there's some line there that's dedication folks you're either born with it or you're not <laughs> There's a word for a it. A lot of a lot of clinical oh, terms man. for that. 
my goodness. So what do you oh, think overall? Man. Um, glad we did this. None of them were bad. Like that elf on the shelf one is just kind of like there. But uh, yeah, apple pie toast crunch. I think they should. Uh, I hope they bring this one back in one year or the next. Yeah, my I'm, only I'm break with that, that is apple pie. If it's apple pie, it, it should should have been released sooner. Maybe in August. This is one of those times where I'm actually seeing a cereal, and I'm like, you should have re- released this sooner in the fall because it yeah. crosses. Yeah. All four seasons, uh, all four months, September, October, November, yeah, December. May, yeah, you could do a year round. Yeah, apple nice pie. And it's something that keeps you feeling good, you know, around that time. You know, it just settles in. Yeah. So you can start that early. Although I am glad I have not seen any St. Patrick's Day memorabilia up or Valentine's Day or anything like that whenever I go into CVS. It'll. It, it, Lately with the ho- lately with the holidays, it's either the week of or like the day after. It right. just all shows up now. It's not even like as it approaches. It's just like whatever the next one is on the horizon, regardless of how far away it is. Like oh, the I merch know. is going out there. Like the day it's of the, the joy holiday. of working in retail, and uh, that's another yeah. reason why I I try to avoid unless it's to go pick up my medication or anybody's medication. You really don't have any reason to be at some of these places buying all sorts of crappy decor like maybe you know you just reuse the crap that you know is handed down because it, it really is useless stuff except for the candy except for the candy at halloween yeah i'm yeah i mean this time of year i, I like it like a lot of like christmas decorations you can go to like you know little local craft fairs holiday fairs you know all oh, those things are like that like where a farmer mark oh. farmer's market would be and get like little you know handmade oh, ornaments God. or like we, we we bought a wreath the other day for supporting some little local charity that you know puts on like a light display nearby and like that kind of thing so like w- when it's that like i, I think you can uh, yeah you know, support the local i i 100 agree have you gone to the seaport uh christmas fair they have a nice little one down in the seaport. Yeah, it was in the oh, no. recently. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that that neighborhood. I, I mean, I work right over by there, but like, I can't even process it compared to what it used to be. It's just so vastly different. It's all, it's it's all tech like, and walk around there in kind of amazement, thinking even well, even a decade tech. back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you know there there are a few things missing about that neighborhood, but I'm gonna speak my mind more about that when i go back to grad school um in in this spring semester umass lull yeah oh so yeah i was gonna, gonna ask when that was starting the 20th of january yeah i've got my cool. uh you do the uh, full doing course a half, load well, a half course load and then i'm gonna do the rest of the half uh i mean it really is a four credit it's a no no how many credits is it i should know uh it's 400 credits so, yeah. So it's nice. a certificate oh, wow. program. Uh, so we'll uh, cool. Yeah, it'll be fine, and uh, we'll get uh, hopefully a job. You know that isn't broadcasting. <laughs> this is where it's headed, kids. If you stick with the radio, oh, da, da, dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> go do something useful. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I loved working in radio, but it, like I said, you know, I I wanted to do something different for a long time. This was something that I always had an interest in, and it was one of my hidden interests. And I uh, like to make cities yeah. better, including the seaport. Maybe one day I will. Well, well you know, there we go. They could have, they could have built another form of transportation around there, but yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. And a lot of wasted uh, potential, and I'll just leave yeah, it at no, that. You're um and i gotta Absolutely. i got something to promote might as well do it right here yeah oh well, do you a comedy, Com- comedy day coming up, up I, let me just go do, 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 do down the list uh do, 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 do. here we go it's right here um do, do, do. ah yes uh on the 21st I will be performing 
Stand up, 730 Overboard, Pub and Grill, 186 Ocean Boulevard in Seabrook. Comedy just got coastal. About to order a Frosted Side notebook the other day. We got mugs, whatever you like. It's, uh... Yeah, I was wearing the t-shirt the other day. And uh, uh, be careful with washing those folks and drying, man. Uh, not to be critical of Tee Public, but man, mine is just like fading off of the shirt i don't I know about know. yours same with mine no i it, it goes it's still there but it's like it's a rough there <laughs> if yeah yeah I, I guess that could also just yeah, show how long right, we've been right. at it but. Uh, one day working on a dream one podcast at a time dave you gonna go do some dad duty you look tired yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, just a little f- fading away a bit here. My uh, my wife. Oh took no, my she kids took your kids. To what a, are you gonna uh, do Actually, now? in my. Yeah, took my kids. No, yeah, uh, to a uh, little like holiday fair type thing, uh, in the center of my hometown of Wayland, and she's sending me little photos now of them, posing with like frozen characters, and then my my daughter is um sitting in the uh driver's seat of a local fire truck and uh oh it's uh their first picture with santa and oh my son looks absolutely terrified so kind of adorable i'll uh, i'll have to pass this along your way well it's funny that you mentioned that my nephew jack went to see santa at weston nurseries up in chumsford not too far from where my sister and brother-in-law live and he looked fine to meet Santa. He wasn't scared. Oh, Some cool. kids get scared in that situation. Not us. Uh, not not us. Now Lizzie maybe, but not me. But Jack, I don't think he knew what was going on. <laughs> not. He's seven he's, months old. He's, he's not yet old, a year, so. right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, a bright blur yeah, of something. Maybe yeah. When he starts to develop more, he'll inherit his mother's. <laughs> fear of santa <laughs> I, I i was cool with santa i was which i understand i had a fear of beer i had a fear of beards oh, yeah. when i was like three to six or something like that anyone with like a big beard creeped Aww. me out so santa like you being like the loud thing was particularly creepy yeah like anybody with beard. oh man i felt i feel bad to this day i went to a was your preschool or kindergarten uh, this kid's birthday party and his father had this big full beard and I was just terrified of him and he basically had to sit in the other room for his oh entire God. son's full birthday party because he was just terrified well, I, of anyone with a beard. I can't imagine that now when beards are so fashionable. Dave and I are both rocking beards at the oh, moment. Yeah, well, here, I've so. had this uh, probably since I got out of college and uh, I realized that there, there's more growing in my beard than on my hair. So, you know, it all evens out as you get older. I'm just covering the yeah, double, right. triple chin yeah. underneath here. You know, clean up around the neck and it oh, makes yes. it look like I have mm. an actual neck here. All right. So, yeah. No, I was never scared of Santa. It was weird. And this is going to sound creepy. I actually kind of felt comfortable with those gloves when he put me on his lap. I thought it was kind of cool. I was weird. Oh, interesting. And, and the, me admitting this to all our listeners and to you, Dave, uh, makes it sound even more unsettling. No, but it was cool. Well, the gloves, it's, I mean, it's more sanitary, too. You know, they're not putting their actual hands well, on you. Yeah, something true. for that. I mean, but, you know, I had a fear of people with tattoos when I was younger until I became a teenager. Now, oh, funny fact, I'm not inked. I'm, I've got virgin skin. I just never got around for a tattoo. Yeah, yeah I just never got around to it. It's not that I don't have anything against them now as an adult. But when I was a kid, I used to think people who had tattoos were juvenile delinquents. And finally, Dennis Rodman <laughs> was my, one of my heroes in uh, middle school. And I had the poster and he won me over. And that was settled. <laughs> and I have another one. Uh, I have a story that's not appropriate for this podcast, but maybe if you come see me Wednesday night on the 21st of December, 7.30 p.m., Overboard Comedy, Just Got Coastal, 186 Ocean Boulevard, Seabrook, New Hampshire. And talk all about tattoos and things that my mom would not want you to hear on this podcast. <laughs> we got poor Dave over there who is just like God. Now, now I need to go and hear this story. Now I got to figure out how I can get a night away from the kids to yeah, come, come up to up the New Hampshire Seacoast. Yeah. 
the clean air. You yeah. got uh, cheap booze and free laughs. So come on down, Seabrook. So, so uh, before we get going, I just want to tease our audience. Um, we might be able to sneak in another tiny mini episode by year end, if not at oh, the no, very that's beginning more work for of me. the year. Uh, having the having having to do with the uh, re- a serial that uh, coincides with the release of a certain movie featuring a bunch of blue people. So uh, okay, I found, I found a box. I got you. <laughs> I know we oh, mentioned Dave. this before. So. See, folks. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. about this, and that's a surprise to me as it is to you. Um, well, you I mentioned the serial to at some point or another, but, but yeah, I, I, I did acquire you did. it. So. Oh, I'm no, I know, we know. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a uh, brand uh, brand new uh, teaser for uh, for everybody here on the Frosted Side. I can't wait for that movie to come on out. We, you did mention that, didn't you? You sure did. I at least that it existed. Like I, I couldn't find it anywhere, so I was uh, didn't want to min- mention on here because I didn't think we'd well, find a box of it. Well, but, yeah. He did mention so, that, folks. So, so stay, tuned. stay tuned. I think we're gonna oh, have yeah, to have that have one in person, either here or down in Newton. All right, Dave. Well, you go uh, try to get some rest and uh, spend uh, a little bit of downtime before the Jess and the kids come. Give my love to Jess and. Good yeah, nap. I may nap. Go nap. <laughs> now that you mention here, it. <laughs> All right. All right. For Dave Lindquist, <laughs> I am Jay David Morrison. Thank you for joining us here on the Frosted Side. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. Now the holly, we're headed home so we can start to celebrate. Fill up the stockings. We may be rushing things, but... We can hardly wait now. For we need a little Christmas right this very minute. Candles in the window, carols at the spinet. Yes, we need a little Christmas right this very minute. It hasn't snowed a single flurry. Fozzie, we're all in a hurry. Guys, this is the best idea we've had in years. Christmas at my mother's farm.